All righty, boys. It is getting to that warm part of the year over here in Australia anyway, as we might have someone who possibly is not in Australia. We won't give away too much for those that aren't watching on the YouTube yet. And when it does get to those warmer times of the year, you need to make sure that you've got your nut care, you've got your wood, you've got your bare nuts, you've got your bare butts, because we want to make sure that we are all tidy downstairs, primed and ready to go. Uh, so at any given Sunday, we are proud to be supported by one of Australia's fastest growing men's grooming brand, Nutcare. Proudly Australian, Nutcare is taking down under grooming to the modern day man. Recently voted number one, just like us, by the Men's Health magazine with Bare Nuts Pubic Hair Removal Cream. Nutcare is revolutionising male grooming. And as proud supporters, like our support, all of our supporters, you can use the code any given Sunday, all one word, at the checkout, you'll receive 10% off your first order. Nutcare is essential grooming for men. Brown 45. You are listening to Any Given Sunday Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in at least three households. One studio, Gridiron Australia head office, over in Winnipeg and currently over in Frankfurt because we've got our usual TC24 in his man cave. We're not quite sure where that is, but we'll get to you in a second, mate. We're being joined by the one and only at Danny Webb, AGSOU, over in Frankfurt. How are you, mate? We can't hear. That's a great start. Oh, yep. That was because I had myself muted because I am sitting the whole way in the hotel, but I'm back. <laughs> so that was Guten Tag for you guys, Guten Morgan for me. The vibe over here is absolutely electric. The fans are going nuts. There is so much NFL all across the whole city. It's going so well. Yeah, it's great to see your face, mate. And uh, so for those that are listening, just bear with us. As you said, you are sitting in a hallway in your uh in your hotel room uh but you're we've been lucky enough to get yourself a a ticket to tonight's game mate and you said the vibe's pretty huge do you are you seeing it one way or the other yeah so technically it's a chiefs home game so everything is chiefs like chiefs kingdom has absolutely rocked up like unbelievably here so there is uh a huge amount of chief fans everywhere and there's you just be in the pub and you just hear let's go <laughs> yeah, grass, mate. We will get on to, uh, we'll talk about that Chiefs game soon. Timmy at TC, to, no, at Tim Cardi, AGSAU. How are you, buddy? Oh, good, mate. Good, mate. Lovely to see Danny Boy. Um, great to have a man on the ground, boots on the ground yeah. uh, for today's game. What time are you live at the moment, Danois? Uh So for me, it is currently 10.30 in the morning and the kickoff's oh, at nice. 3. Kickoffs at 3.30 p.m., so we'll be heading to the stadium for all the festivities around midday. Beautiful. Have they got like a, have they tried to set up a bit of like a tailgating type thing that you can get along to, like pre-game? I think it's more set up like it's a music festival. So there's events, oh. there's a stage, there's bars, there's the NFL shop, and that's set up the whole way through town. Like Frankfurt's absolutely put it on. It's been incredible. There was like a quarterback competition. There was like kids running, catching the ball. The NFL flag is um, being presented here. So there was the men and women's team, uh, German team here, and they were being interviewed. Uh, there was 
German NFL players. It was just the whole town's just absolutely electric. Buzzing. Yeah, you've been sending through some photos. It's been looking pretty good. Yeah, and I, we'll get a clip together of everything that's gone on and we'll get it out on all the socials once it's all done and dusted. Make a little make a little Danny montage. We love a little Danny montage. <laughs> Danny on Daniel Lee. There's plenty of photos, which is also, <laughs> also good. Uh, my, my one and only question for you, mate, 10.30 in the morning, how many Guinnesses have you had already? Ah, uh, no Guinness. I'm drinking a lot of German Pilsner. That's what they do. That's what they drink for breakfast. A couple of German Pilsners just to get yourself going. Just to wet the whistle, yeah. Just to get the vocal cords up and about <laughs> for today's episode. Perfect. Mate, when in Frankfurt, do as the Frankfurtians do. Yes, oh, absolutely. And I've, I've had plenty of Frankfurters, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, one thing that we'll get into a little bit of, so sit tight, Danny, while you're over there, mate. We'll get into a bit of housekeeping. Uh, make sure I can see that you're wearing a slightly different shirt there. Uh, I know it is the, the are you wearing the Eagles? That's, that's yeah, the Eagles shirt. Uh, Kart's got the plain white. I've got the plain black. So make sure you do hit up our merch store, anygivensunday.dasautomat.com. And also the the Zone Game Pass. So, again, go to our link tree. Uh, We are halfway through the season. So you believe it or not, it is half the price as what it normally is. Uh, So you can see all the games and then leading into the playoffs uh, for half the price that uh, us who paid earlier in the season had to pay. So... Perfect time to jump on board. Get around Red Zone. Red Zone's uh, honestly the ultimate, especially when you've got five or six games going at the same time. We're going to get into... Danny, you were travelling, I believe, so I'm not sure how much of the Titans-Pittsburgh game you saw, but if you did see any, feel free to jump in. Uh, Karts, I know we watched it, mate. Uh, what happened and, and what were your thoughts? I got to, I got to watch... We were mentioning just uh, off-air. <laughs> Did we say that? Off-air? Or just, just before. We were talking before. Um, I got to watch the first half like pretty, pretty uninterrupted. But then uh, second half had a bit, hey, <laughs> had a bit going on. Um, but it was good. Like it was a close first half. I'm pretty sure that the Titans went into halftime with a lead. They're up by three, so up by up by field goal. But um, we were kind of watching the Titans closely on offense because we'd been talking during the week about is Will Levis a starter now and how's he going to go and and all that sort of stuff. So we were kind of watching them on offense and. Like to be honest, I was, I was reason like I was pretty impressed. Like for a first year quarterback, his second start, um, they look pretty good. Like they were trying a few things. They did a few direct snaps to to Henry, um, and stuff like that. And like they were trying things, but they Levis looked pretty comfortable um, out there. I thought, um, particularly in that first half. Like we said, I got to I got to watch more of that. Um, but then in the end, Steelers at home, too strong. Such a strong defense. Um, uh, TJ Watt. And it was, you said Hayward was back, but it was also Highsmith. They were just, they were able to get to Levis quite a bit. Like those two rushing off the edge, they're pretty, they're pretty dominant um, at that position. And they were, they were able to get in and affect Levis quite a bit. But um, yeah, Steelers at home, just too strong in the end. I think that Levis had a a shot late four seconds to go. Um, I'm not sure if it was picked or just batted down in the end, but um, yeah, they obviously didn't come away with the win. Um, Steelers up by, what was it, four points? Four in the end, yeah. So we all did our picks for it while you and I, Cardi, did the picks. The line was three and a half, so they get it pretty bloody spot on nine times out of ten. They just know. They just know. I don't know how, but they they bloody know. Yeah, there is a lot of algorithm going into it, which I uh, Mm. 
we're just all over the YouTube algorithm, hopefully. So um, you, you mentioned that the defense was pretty strong. Uh, do you have the stats in front of you? How many sacks did TJ Watt get? Because I know he's getting extremely close to passing his older brother uh, for the most sacks within the first 100 games. Yeah, so he, he had just the one. Highsmith had two, and uh, Marcus Golden also had one. So they had four, four total. But, yeah, play, a couple of tackles for loss as well in there for Highsmith and another one for Watt. So they were just getting in there and just getting pressure. And you just know that, like, it's like it doesn't have to be a sack every time, like with those guys, but you just know it's like Max Crosby we talked about. You just know that he's there. Like if you're not getting rid of that ball quick enough, you're going down. And so, yeah, I'm not sure what he's on for the year. If you want to fluff, I might be able to find his numbers for the year. But, yeah, like you said, he's on he's on track for um, nine and a half at the moment. So he's on track for some big numbers by the end of the year. There are some big boys making some big numbers in the sack world. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention, which was huge, shout out to Deontay Johnson scoring his first touchdown. It was something like 630-odd days since he'd scored. So uh, huge for him. Danny's just having some people uh, <laughs> joining him in the in the hallway, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, huge win and, and huge for Kenny Pickett, I think, as well, just to play – a, a it, it wasn't outstanding. It played a good enough game and really uh, worked the field. Naj Harris didn't have a huge game but scored early. Uh, and I think it just shows the Pittsburgh Steelers are on track for a, is it 19th season in a row of above 500? Like, it's incredible. Yeah, they were they were looking a bit shaky last year. I think they, second half of the year, they came home and, and just got it done. But obviously the record's looking a bit, bit better now at five and three. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny didn't have a huge game, only 160 yards, 19 to 13 attempts and uh, just the one touchdown. So not a huge game, but just just managed the game well, I thought. Yeah. Like, in, again, just in that first half, mainly what I saw. Um, but, yeah, main target was there. Obviously, Deontay Johnson that you mentioned, he had um, nine targets, but seven receptions for 90 yards. So he's, he's had a good day, th- one, uh, 32 long. Mm. Uh, we the, surprise, did... the surprise that you mentioned, because he probably affected a few fantasy teams a bit, but George Pickens... Didn't have a great day. Um, two receptions for negative one yard. He unfortunately caught one in the end zone, but didn't. And there's a still photo that does him dirty. Like he's so far in in the end zone, but doesn't manage to get the second foot down. I think it might have been his left foot, but just didn't manage to get the toes down. Uh, so that catch was ruled incomplete, out of bounds. But um, so that would have changed his numbers a little bit. But negative one, that hurts a bit. Yeah, and he's he's normally so good with his feet to to not do that. Uh, is surprising. And there's a lot of chatter about him not being extremely happy at the moment. When Deontay's a widescreen shot of when Deontay scores, um, everyone's getting around him, like I said, 600-plus days. And you see in the background, Pickens just turns his back and is walking away. Like, I'm not sure what's going on there, but it's a definite watch this space. Well, it just gets that way. Like, he's only had the five targets um, for the day. So I think players like that that have that confidence in themselves and you know, belief in themselves and believe they should be getting the ball every every play, essentially. But um, that's yeah. not going to happen. But, yeah, they want that ball every play. So only getting the five targets for the day, he's probably not happy with that sort of production. So, yeah, probably a little bit a little bit pissed off. Yeah, just to watch this space kind of one. Uh, it, the next, yeah. next week for both teams, Pittsburgh have got the Packers. So real down and dirty dame for them. Uh, <laughs> hopefully a win for us just to really shake up their season. And... The Titans are over at the Bucks, so huge game uh, in that division. Uh, the Bucks going all right, uh, and Will Levis uh, be interesting to see if they start in for a third straight game. Tannehill looking likely to be okay to be back, so it'll be interesting to see which way they go with that one. 
Yeah, Tannehill was on the sideline, had the headset on. Um, I don't know. I think I think Levis has looked solid enough that they maybe keep persisting with him and give Tannehill another week. Maybe maybe until he shits the bed. I don't know. He hasn't really shit the bed yet, so I'm going to keep giving him a go. Yep, see what happens. I agree. Yeah. I, yep, he played well enough to keep him in the game, I think. Keep him going. He's the, he's yeah. the future. Tannehill's not the future. Yeah. Um, he, he's happy to throw downfield, so he's going to keep the likes of D-Hop happy. I think keep him. Keep him going. Mm. So, uh, Next up, we've got some just a little bit of news just to, to break it up. And the news, of course, is brought to us by our good friends at C2C Rare Threads. Uh, C2C Rare Threads are enormous sponsors of us, 10% off when you use our code any given Sunday online. Uh, you can see just scrolling through their website, um, mm. some incredible stuff. They've just got a whole lot of new stuff too on their website. Uh, they put up a photo. There's 15, 16 new jerseys, uh, a lot of jumpers, a lot of shirts, like incredible stuff. So make sure you hit them up. I think with uh, these guys too, it's important. Keep going to the website because they're constantly getting new stock. You don't want to miss out. They do get some really cool stuff in that's obviously going to sell out quick. So just keep going to the website, keep looking, and you're going to gonna score some absolute uh, gems on there for sure. Yeah. So the, the one small bit of news that I wanted to touch on was huge for the Bears. Uh, they've signed their their trade target, which they brought in late on trade day. Montez Sweat, the big defensive back. Uh, they finalised a four-year, $98 million deal. Uh, I believe, Danny, I'm going to bring you in, mate, because I believe you were all over the stats on what it actually was. Yeah, so it's going to be $72 million guaranteed over the whole deal, but it's very front-end. So I think the day of signing, he's got $62 million guaranteed as the day of signing, which is like obviously huge. And it's probably the biggest reason why he did sign on because he is signing for the Bears and for four years, like to commit for that long. He was just probably like, give me enough money up front and I'll do it. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not rocket science. Give me the money and I'll stay. So fair enough. That does uh, huge, huge for the Bears. They've had some uh, big players come in over the past few years. Um, Khalil Mack kind of springs to mind and, and makes a difference uh, in their defense. And they've got a pretty young, you know, uh, pretty young core. So to have someone like Montez Sweat come in just real, really bolsters that defense uh, for them. So huge pickup and uh, good on him for going out and getting some cash. This week, we, we've picked three pretty big games. One is obvious that we're going to talk about. It's the man himself over in Frankfurt. Uh, and we've, I think two of the other biggest games possibly of the season, definitely so far, going forward possibly as well. So we've got the Cowboys-Eagles and we've got the Bills-Bengals. Uh, we'll start off with the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Uh, Danny, give us a, a little bit of a wrap-up what you think, mate, as well as like what's the weather like over there where, where you're at? So on the stadium, that actually is there's a roof and they've gonna, they're going to have it up, but it is about 10 degrees and raining. But, yeah, so I was talking to some locals last night at the, at the pub and they were saying that, for the uh, German soccer league over here, they never put the roof on. If it's raining, they never put the roof on. He's like, look for the Americans, we put the roof on. I was like, all oh, right, cool. <laughs> so we're going to be <laughs> we're going to be nice and dry. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying before, there is a lot of Chiefs fans here. There's still a lot of Dolphins fans sprinkled through, but it's definitely Chiefs heavy. Both the teams traveling to be here will always mean the game will probably start off a little bit slow. But the energy in the stadium or and around town, it's just so high that I reckon the crowd's going to definitely be able to get everyone revved up and carry them through. It's just, it's going to be an absolutely 
offensive show because obviously you got Mahomes and Kelsey. To uh, uh, it's just going to be it's going to be a big big. Tyreek's first time playing against his former team, and he's pretty pumped up about it. Uh, and his numbers this year, I think it's a, a huge game. Uh, you, you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Danny, huge games for the Dolphins to get a win against a team that's above 500. Like the wins that they have had have either been super impressive or uh, just real, real real gritty wins. But the losses they've had, the two losses um, coming against teams that are going to be there, thereabouts at the end of the year. So to really kind of stamp their names, it was like they're currently two in the AFC. They, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go to number one if they do beat the Chiefs. You know, to really stamp their authority and be like, you know, we are a team to mess with. Uh, I think they need to get pretty close to winning. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. It's like you the team above 500 uh, going against the Ravens Super Bowl champions and going to be able to get it done. Like, they couldn't, they didn't beat the Eagles. Like, I, I don't know. It's just going to be tough, especially with the amount of Chiefs fans. You know, it's definitely going to feel like a Chiefs home game as well. So they'll definitely be in the head of all the Dolphin fans out there. Cards, is there anything about this game that really sticks out for you? Uh, it's actually the first game uh, that Tyreek Hill... Oh, did you mention it's the first game since... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sorry. My head was in the chat. <laughs> I was I was listening, but I was also scrambling. Um, no, nah, so that'll be good. But I think, like Danny was saying, and it's awesome to have, have our man on the ground there, give us, give us a little bit of insight, but... If the Chiefs are absolutely are like able to spin this into a home game, and it's looking like Frankfurt's put it on and, and making it into a little secondary Kings uh, Chiefs kingdom, uh, that'd be that's huge. That's huge for the vibes. Like you said, it's it's tough to travel. Like we saw the Bills battle a little bit um, when they went over for the London game against the Jags, a bit slow to start. So if they can sort of feed off that hype, um, yeah, like a little secondary Kings uh, Chiefs kingdom. I keep saying it, <laughs> Chiefs kingdom. Um, you know, that could be huge. That's the that's the twelfth the twelfth man out there. Um, yeah, but, the, well, I was just gonna Chiefs, say we can't slip on those dolphins though. Yeah, and the Chiefs kingdom has, has definitely travelled well. Like I was shocked with the amount of Americans that are here that have come to support their Chiefs. Like they've got their drum line out here. The cheerleaders put on a show yesterday. Like it's definitely well and truly, without a doubt, a Chiefs home man. And they're like you're saying that twelfth man's here, and that twelfth man's ready to go. It's been ready to go all weekend. I like it. Yeah, so in my mind, I think it really comes down to uh, both offences are going to fire, you know. We've got the number one offence in the Dolphins versus the number four offence in the Chiefs. Uh, but the Chiefs are a bit more well-rounded. They're number five in defence, where the Dolphins are number 20. Dolphins. Dolphins oh, are number yeah. 20 in, in defence. So I feel like the offence of the, the Chiefs versus the defence of the Dolphins is where the game's going to be won or lost. We know Tua's going to go out there. We know Tyreek's going to going to you know plenty of yards. Um, the running, the rushing side of thing for the Dolphins is always up there as well. I think they're the number one. Off. Yeah, they are number one uh, rushing and passing. So it's not that side of the ball that we're going to be worried about. It's the offense of the Chiefs versus the the defense. Uh, of the Dolphins, I'll get it out. I'm also thinking the last time they met, um, I think it's 5-5 five, five out of the last 10 if I, off the top of my head. So it's definitely a pick em game and 33-27 to 27 in the favour of the Chiefs uh, late last year. No, late 2020. And it's one and a half. 
The line's one and a half, yeah. The line's one and a half in the favour of the Chiefs. So it's a genuine pick em game, but uh, I reckon you're going to have an absolute ball there, Danny. Yeah, and I'm going to be jumping on board with the Chiefs because just like the Kelsey brothers, we're brothers. We're one Philly, one Chief, and we just got to support each other the same way the Kelsey brothers support their <laughs> opposing team when they're not there. So I'm jumping on board with the Chiefs. Jumping on board with the Chiefs kingdom. And man, I, honestly, I can't wait. Like, this is my first NFL experience, and it's well and truly exceeded expectations of the game. Bloody oath. Bloody oath. Uh, I am very jealous, to say the least. The second game will bring in your other team, well, your actual team, the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Cats, I know you're riding away, so you keep going. Uh, Danny, how do you think you boys are going to go against the the seemingly high and might of the, the Cowboys in this divisional game. Yeah, so obviously divisional games are always going to be tougher. The Eagles need to come out and start strong, which they haven't been doing. Well, at least Hurts has been taking a little bit to warm up into it. He's definitely been playing better in the second half. If he can play strong from the first half, but that uh, Cowboys defense and Michael Parsons is nothing to sleep on. He's going to be he's going to be coming for him because that's what he does. He, like, he loves hunting down those big-name quarterbacks and trying to dominate. So going up against the Dallas defense is always going to be tough. The positive for us is our defense has been playing relatively well. Uh, every time we play the Commanders, apparently not, but every other team we managed to stop relatively well. So I'm not too worried about their offense with Dak leaving the helm, but as far as their defense has gone coming and uh, with the shaky start that Hurts has been having for most games that the Eagles have had this year, it's going to be a bit of a worry. Yeah, you're not wrong, especially last week. Like you said, they were down, what, 14-3 or 14-0 at one point. But second half hurts coming out, four touchdowns, just getting the job done when he needs to. Uh, number three offense for you boys against the number two defense. Um, like you said, that's where it's really going to come down. But Dak, Dak's always a chance to throw you the ball a few times and let you guys have some good field position. Yeah, and we'll always take it. Dak, if you throw us the ball, <laughs> we're open. Get, get big play slay involved and uh, hopefully we can have a little pick six in there just to give us a little bit of wiggle room. Yeah, you're definitely right about the commanders. Kinda, it's another divisional game where you just play each other so much, so you just line up really well against each other. Uh, but I, again, off the top of my head, I, I reckon you guys are down in the, the last 10 games, like seven to three, I reckon, against these boys. So they kind of do have your number. Yeah, but it's at home, is it not? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which obviously, yeah, which plays a massive part. Like the, the Philly faithful coming out. Philly Nation's just unbelievable fan base. Win or lose. Sometimes We're positive, sometimes, girls, mate. <laughs> sometimes positive, sometimes negative. But when it is positive, <laughs> it is well and truly, uh, let's just say passionate. We'll go with, we'll go with passionate. Yeah, that's nice. That's so, nice. Uh, so when, as long as we start strong, like I said, I think that's our manager key for this game. Get the fans involved, start off strong, and then let the rest of the game just flow on. Yeah, Cars, what do you what do you feel, man? I don't know. We got Joshy in the in the chat, pretty pumped for his Cowboys. How do you see this game going? Yeah, look, the Cowboys have looked better since um, who touched them up? Uh, yeah, uh, look, they've they steadied the ship a bit. But if if Danny's Eagles are able to get on top early. Is that when like Dak starts to feel that pressure and then he starts to force those throws a little bit and then that's where that ball security comes into question? 
maybe. So Philly probably looking looking to get the jump on. But um, I think Jerry Jones came out and what did he say? It was like this game's what did he say? It's big as shit. Or like no, he said like something like you know just something pretty funny about you know the the uh, enormity of the game. Obviously they're five and two. Eagles are seven and one. So uh, both teams trotting along pretty nice, pretty nicely at the moment. So uh, good time of the year to probably. Stamp a bit of authority too as a serious contender if the Cowboys can knock off the Birds. Um, if the Birds were to go down, obviously not the end of the world. But, um, yeah, I think at home I'm, I would probably be leaning towards Philly. Minus three in favour of Philly. Does that does that strike you? They're always very close games. So the last time they met, uh, it was 34 to 40 in favour of the Cowboys late last year. It is surprising. That was the game. Uh, yeah. Did Gardner Minshew plump come out and play? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That was, the, that was the Minshew game, and he threw a pick incredibly late. We we're, were leading, and he threw a pick incredibly late, and then Dallas scored on that final drive. But So Philly were beating Dallas with Minshew. With Gardner as Minshew. As QB one. Minshew yeah. mania. Sorry, Carson. Yeah. That line's a little bit surprising. I thought the line might be a little bit bigger at home, but... It is what it is. Yeah. They're always going to be it's... tight games in these divisional rounds, but... True. Danny's obviously going to go for the birds. I reckon the... Uh, I'm still not sold on these Cowboys. They they flat-track boys, so... Oh, you know, they need to perform. I can see a couple of... Two, maybe three picks. Uh, I'm going to say more picks than touchdowns for Dak. That's for Dak. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if we can bet on that, but that's my prediction. <laughs> All right, last game. We <laughs> are going to... like for that. Yeah, we'll put it on our little ticker. Um, last game, Bills-Bengals. Sunday night, I believe. Sunday night, um, maybe. Huge game. First time these two boys, these boys, these two teams have played, possibly, I could be wrong, since Damar Hamlin's injury. I want to say you're right. I do also want to say I'm right, well, but... Back in the natty, at least, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm going to back it. Um, Go with it. Run with it. I am going to run with it. Huge game. We'll start with you, Karts. What are your early thoughts with this game? Joey B kind of coming back into his own the last few weeks. Is this a game where the Bills are going to have to kind of stamp their authority a little bit? What are your thoughts? Like, it feels... Because there's such a week-to-week league, but it just feels like at the moment, and even though the Bills are still going all right, it just feels like... After Joey's performance last week, it's like, oh shit, like here come the bagels. Like he was looking really good. Like that calf, as we talked about, um, obviously looking back to probably close to 100%. He was looking dangerous. Um, Chase, Beast, um, he's starting to, you know, just find that form. And then it just feels like there's been more questions about the Bills and like the games that they've dropped. They're a bit more shaky. They're probably not like, as a solidified sort of as much of a solidified contender as what probably we thought they were. Um, the Bengals obviously need to get on a bit of a run like this. They're actually sitting at the bottom of the AFC North, believe it or not, but got a winning record. Um, yeah. And they're only one game behind the bills. Um, so it's like, it's probably like I'm hoping for a really awesome contest, but I just, just at this point, like it just feels like, Still more questions about the Bills and then the Bagels probably starting to maybe turn the corner a little bit with Joey being healthy. Does being at home for Cincinnati kind of swing you their way as well? It definitely helps. Yeah, definitely helps. Like they love playing at home. Um, every team's going to be stronger at home. Um, definitely, yeah, I think it swings it a little bit for sure. So, I've, any, I've, yeah, we'll get you on. I feel as well like the Bengals are 
you know, really trying to find, like really are finding their form, like really getting in stride, playing well at the moment. And then the Bills are kind of seeming a little bit lost. So it's, it's, and it, for to be in Cincinnati, like the Bills are really need to come in there and absolutely take over, which I just don't know if they're going to be able to do with the way that they've been playing at the moment. Yeah, 100%. I, I think that's a great point there. The Bagels are kind of really, they, they know what they are and they know the team they are at the moment where the Bills, a lot of it is reliant on Josh Allen and whether he has a star game. You know, Diggs, if you can keep Diggs quiet, Gabe Davis can be a little bit up and down. So, yeah, I think huge game. If the Bills can come out and get the win, um, like he's, like Karth said, it, it kind of it, it will begin to solidify them as the the you know top three, top four team in the AFC as we thought. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I really like Joey B in. Is it Acor? A yeah, whatever that's <laughs> the stadium is called. Amcor, Paycor. something like that. Paycor. Paycor, sort of P in there. Silent. The P is silent. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, two and a half favourites as well for the Cincinnati Bengals, which again, look, I, I actually think that's probably a little bit unders. I'd probably be taking them at two and a half, just the fact that he's at home and Joey B is just really hitting that confident stride again, that real cocky walk that he can he can go around and strut a little bit. And and he's rushing the ball really well, which just shows that like he's well and truly injury. Like the way he rushes the ball, sweet. If he can pass the way that he does, and then. Keep up his rushing game. He's a very important start. Yeah. Who are you boys? Minus two and a half. What are your quick thoughts? Uh, Bengals at home. Got to be the Bengals. Three away. Three away. All righty. On to our last segment. I, I should get you a... Uh... Quickly, quickly, because I think it's a big game and Meigs will probably crack it if we don't. But Ravens-Seahawks, I think, is actually a pretty pretty big game in the context of just where they're at at the moment. Um like the Ravens obviously flying Seahawks uh, dominating in the NFC West. Everyone thought that was obviously the 49ers division. Um, but yeah, just I just thought quickly we'd just get a pick them on that one. Do you have a you that line? Or just I don't pick have them? a line. It is in Baltimore. In, in Baltimore. The yeah. line is right here as soon as I come up to it. Uh, six and a half in favour of Baltimore. Oof. See, that's bigger than what I would have expected. I think that's yeah, when Baltimore's playing some bloody good football at the moment. And... Well, and that, we've been sort of going back and forth in the chat a little bit, but I like I would take the Ravens, obviously, at home. I think Lamar, same thing. Like, he's just starting to hit hit that stride a little bit. And we kind of haven't spoken about them too much. And I'm being told they haven't won there since 09, the Seahawks. Yeah. Which is, yeah. that's a long time. It is a long time in the... In the grand scheme of things. So, I don't know. I think we sleep on the Seahawks a bit too much. So, Megs will be happy to... I'm not sure they get the win, but I reckon it's under six and a half. So, uh, yeah, you take them to cover. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, what are your quick thoughts? more like when I was looking through and trying to find my little week, which is tough on this week. It's a tricky I was looking through. I'm like, this is going to be an absolute great week of football. And then I saw that game and I was like, we're going to talk about the other three. That would definitely be the next one in line. Because I... Yeah, okay, they haven't won since 09, but the Seahawks are looking really, really good this year, and I feel like it's a, it'll be a really good matchup between the Ravens and the Seahawks. So, yeah, I'd probably, if I'm going to pick them, just like pick them, I'll pro- I'm probably going to take the Ravens at home just because of the, the form that they've been lately, and Lamar has started to look a little bit unstoppable. But I'm not having them to cover, no way. Six and a half is too big a line. It's a, it's a big line in such a tight game, and I reckon, like, 
We've been sleeping on the the number one side in the NFC West, off the top of my head. Yeah, the the Seahawks. Eh? So yeah, could be an absolute like absolute cracking game uh, and cracking 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 week of <laughs> games. So we'll get into into your segment. We should get you a little. You need to make it. We need to make a sting or like yeah. I don't know, like a sound of like a lock and key. Like, is yeah. that got, would that be a good sound effect? Maybe not. Maybe not. We're into week nine uh, for our lock of the week. Last week uh, we missed, obviously, as we've mentioned a couple of times, we had a bit going on, uh, so we missed we missed our predictions for lock of the week. But just a reminder, you're two two out in front on five. Danny, Charlie, and myself all sitting on three. Um, so it just goes to show it's not that easy to pick a lock every week. But uh, Danny boy, have you got yours for this week? Yeah, and I really hope uh, Josh Boy is still in this chat because I hope he's taking complete note of this because you know I'm taking my birds over the Cowboys. Bird. That's my Love lock. Ooh. Love that. That is huge. That is huge. I like that. I like, Josh, right, he I... has been in the chat. We'll see if he reacts to that one. Uh, T-Mac, who have you taken, brother? Uh, I've gone for your boys, the Raiders, with a new coach <laughs> bump. Um, I think the Raiders get the job done against oh, the yeah. How can you be against the team that's lost the GM, lost the head coach, lost the offensive coordinator, and you're still mm. under, uh, you're still yeah, underdogs? So favorite. <laughs> I think the Raiders with the new coach bump will get the job done. Well, that's funny. I've, I wrote mine down earlier. I've taken the Raiders too. I was going, I was going with the new coach bump. I, I thought yeah. I was going to be the funny one, but you stole me thunder there. But um. Yeah, here we go. And then Charlie, Charlie's taking the Browns. Uh, obviously, the Browns are taking on Arizona. The, the Browns are at home for that one. Uh, pretty heavy favourites there too, the Browns. So He did say, I think he said uh, he wanted to go San Fran. I'll just write it here. He got it. He said, tough week. I was going to pick the Chiefs, actually, but instead oh. he's going to the Browns. So, interesting change. Interesting Chiefs change. Old would have been good. Yeah, but I, he's I gone to Browns. I flirted with the Chiefs a little bit just because of where I am. I was just like, well, they've got to be the lock with the way the hype is. He's a Chiefs fan right now, just walking past me. Um, but yeah, there's. With, with all... <laughs> Tell him you're on a podcast live in Australia. <laughs> oh, it's, too, it's too late now. He's gone in the elevator. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was going to be my lock of the week as well, just because, you know, it felt very fitting. But as soon as I heard Joshua Boy was in the chat, I quickly flipped it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's huge. Me, Joshy Boy. Mm-hmm. He Love will. We'll be, we'll be sending this to him. Don't worry. Uh, well done, boys. Huge week ahead. Really looking forward to this slate of games. Have a great time, Danny. Like uh, all the photos, all the videos. We'll put it up. Make sure everyone's around it. Uh, and a huge shout out to the Frankfurt Wi-Fi at, in the hallway because you've been uh, perfect. Probably better than me. Uh, so well done, mate. Have a great, great time. Yeah, yeah, the home internet sometimes. I think. <laughs> Yeah, let's not talk about my home in South. I'm going to have to change the fighters when I get back, I think, especially after the game. Literally in a hallway, people walking past, and it's been crystal clear on my end. Perfect, mate. Have a great time. Cardi, good luck to the Raiders. New coach bump. Uh, New good coach luck bump. to the Packers. Packers have got the Rams. Um, no Stafford, I reckon. That All right, that makes sense. I couldn't work out why you guys were favourites. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know who their backup is, but he's not as good as Jordan Love, so... We get the W. Benson, Good is luck that? to the Raiders. Stenson, Benson, Benson. Oh, is it? Brandon. Benson Bennett. Mm. Oh, is it? Mm. Interesting. That's, that's a game hey, to watch. We'll, we'll address that in the next episode. We will. We will. When they beat us. <laughs> and well, I'm not happy. 
Uh, Danny, do you have any German for us to, to go out on, mate? Oh, sign us off with some German. Oh, hey. Let's go, cheese. Oh. Mein ein, mein ein sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boys, danke schön. Bye. Guten Tag. Guten Tag.